Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. What's up fighters? Mike here, episode 43 for the Life of Fighter podcast. And today we got a special guest. We have future Mrs. Qualo, but for now, just Ashley Dalo. What's up, booty? <laughs> Hello, everybody. So this is your first episode you're joining the podcast, and it's taking a long time. Why is it taking so long? You never invited me. Ah, so that's my apologies, everybody. I've been hiding Ashley from you guys. And today, I figured since we're getting closer to the wedding, and it's been a long 2016, it's closer to New Year's, we could do two things. We could first look at the wedding, the wedding planning, talk about especially from your perspective, how you've been able to stay in shape and get in even better shape for the wedding and what your plans are for that, what you've been doing currently. And then also like what 2016 has been like, um, I kind of wanted to get your perspective on what is it like to be with a fighter, to be dating a fighter, be engaged to a fighter, to have to deal with all the BS, The especially me, I'm cranky when I don't eat guys. So Ashley has to put up with all the attitudes and helps me prep food and keeps everything together. So figured maybe we'll start with that and then kind of go from there. Okay, well, first, I want to say sorry because I have a cold. (laughs) (laughs) And you still sound great. And, alright, so what is it like being with a fighter? So, obviously, fighting takes a lot of commitment and sacrifice. And I think um, it also takes sacrifice from... The people that love you, when Mike is in training camp and fight camp, he literally goes to work, goes to the gym, works out, comes home, and goes to sleep. So, we actually have to schedule in time to spend time with each other, because that's also really important. Even though his mind is focused on fighting and training really important to schedule time for each other and for himself so he doesn't lose sight of why he's doing all this um when you're cutting weight especially you get cranky do you not like being around me no (laughs) not necessarily not like being around you but i just give you your space (laughs) All right, so let's go way back. It's actually going to dial it back a little bit because I've, you know, I've said this story on the podcast before and not, but I'll just kind of give a brief overview again. Like for a while, I wasn't fighting, and when I first met you, I had just pulled out of my last MMA fight, maybe like a month later or after the fight. So what had happened was I um, had an MMA fight scheduled. I had a bunch of injuries. I was fighting through them anyway, and then just a series of events and also uh, just. A serious back injury was causing me 
to unintelligently prolong or push off taking some time off of fighting. And I actually just pulled out of a fight the day before. Just I'm glad that I did it now. I wish I would have addressed it sooner instead of waiting off the last minute till right before the fights because that just hurts the promoter, hurts the fighter. But anyways, that was like a really hard point for me because I was like, all right, I'm not going to fight anymore. And I like I had so much of my identity with fighting. And then I met you and I was still trying to piece it because, you know, I have the company and I'm personal training and nutrition. I have my uh, education and health and fitness and all that. So I have all these other aspects. But so much of me was identified as a fighter in my own mind. So what was it like to kind of see me right after not fighting and then see me kind of get healthier, healthier, and then back into fighting and now continuously fighting and now finally being able to go the route of looking to go pro in the next year, looking to stay competitively active over the next year and all that fun stuff? Well, you when we first met, you... And I have both grown into such different people. It's hard to even compare. Even when we met, it was a long time ago. It's hard to think back that far. Not that long. I mean, it's it been a long time. four years ago. That's not that long in the grand scheme of, like, life. But, you know, like, how I say that? Yeah. <laughs> you always that's, do that. It's like, it's like, what, 10% of our whole lives? Not 20%? Because I'm, well, I'm, damn, I'm going to be 30. So that's all, like, yeah, like. 12% of my life, knowing you. <laughs> okay, so... Anyways, yeah. So, in these last four years, though, I've seen you go through a lot of different stages and grow and progress to where you are now. Um, when I first met you, I don't think that you would have been as successful as you are now in pro fighting. I think you had to go through those motions... To figure out exactly what it is you wanted. And now you're a lot more focused, determined, and you found a really good balance between work, life, your relationships, your family life, and fighting. And I think that's important in the overall grand scheme of things. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I, I have to agree with you, and it's very, very wisely put because. As much as like I used to think, well, youth is the key to obviously any athletic success, which it obviously is for any athlete. Being young, being healthy, being strong, all those things are very important. But the one thing that comes with time is experience, and that's like a priceless resource that we have that you, you can't pay for. You just you literally can't pay for it. You can't get more experience by you know besides doing anything but the time invested into it. You know you can have good mentors, and I've been very fortunate to have. Fighting mentors, coaching mentors, you know, business, all that, like, all that stuff. But doesn't kind of take away from your actual personal experience. I think you're right. Being able to not only just get healthy in those three, the first three years of getting back into fighting this year, but also just to get more comfortable with the idea of the biggest fear of mine was, like, uh, just losing or the fear of failing and saying, well, what if everyone comes out? Like, you come out and you sort of, actually, even before I knew you, like, I was afraid of my family and friends coming out, like me disappointing them. And I remember whenever I would lose, I would apologize for the experience. And I even find, I'm not, even after a win sometimes, if I feel like I don't perform, it's disappointing. That's another tangent, but accepting that, just putting everything into training camp, to fight camp, you, you see all like the sacrifice and everything that goes into it. And some nights you're not sleeping as much. And sometimes you just have to sacrifice things just because you don't, you don't want to 
miss the routine or just even let's say I want to go out and be with friends, but I don't want to risk that. Oh, well, I want to go in confident. So for you, like talk a little bit about even just the effect in you as a person and how it's like kind of bled into your life. Cause I feel like you've kind of grown and changed from it too. Well, when you're training for a fight, like I said, there's sacrifices on both ends. Like, I want you to come out or come upstate to my friend's house, and you can't because you're training. And I think sometimes people don't understand. It doesn't bother me when, when you can't. Like, yeah, of course I want you there, but I also understand how important this is. And I think some people just don't understand what goes into it and how dedicated you are that they're like, well, he could come out for a little, but it's like, no, you really can't. Like, you need to keep your mind focused. It's not just about how hard you train. It's also about your mental stability and mental strength. So those kind of sacrifices, um, even like the week before your fight, how many things did I have about the wedding that I needed to talk to you about and then like the next day immediately after your fight I'm like okay so I've been saving this list and we need to talk about this now <laughs> the checklist of things that we have to review and so that like I, I want to talk about that too about planning the wedding basically like I, obviously I planned the whole wedding myself but <laughs> you know no but you having to burden that whole and maybe burden not the right word because it's not a burden but you having to carry that entire aspect of it but also talk about like I like the cool thing I've seen you grow from my perspective of us even like from first meeting you to now is like your involvement in the gym as far as like not just showing up and then leaving, but like getting to know people. Like we created a family at UFC gym in Huntington and like you getting yeah. into kickboxing more and I like, wanna talk about UFC Huntington. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make her cry, guys. But just the idea that, you know, you kind of getting more involved in the gym and fitness side of it, like, cause from, I mean, uh, you can maybe go into more of the details, but like, you've always been athletic your whole life or being involved no, in I moving. Haven't. Well, yeah, like, all right, <laughs> let me reword that. Maybe athletics, you've always been active. Active. Okay, so that's a good and, word. Um, but... I've danced for like my whole childhood growing up into 11th grade. Um, I played golf, which was not, I Super don't know. Super athletic. Some would argue that. <laughs> That's, like, a little more athletic than most sports, obviously. I think dancing <laughs> would be the, the Dancing and theater and, um, you know, was so all never that really. Stuff. But talk about, like, with weight training or even taking classes. Like, were you ever really doing that? No. Before I met Mike, no. Like you said, I was active. I'd like to be outside. I like to go for walks, go for hikes. But I never really kickboxed or took classes like that and um just Mike helped me get in touch with that side of myself I've always been into natural things and Mike knows that I love vegetables like <laughs> yeah I was just about to say like you're always eating vegetables vegetables are always. my favorite food that and like sugar cookies <laughs> it's like it's two extremes. Like, I could straight up eat sugar or a lot of vegetables and salad. Just giant salad. But meditating has always been really important to me. So I've known 
how to be healthy, but Mike being in my life has just kind of pieced it all together. And um, how do you like it? So like my question is like I could come in and I could say, all right, this is what you need to do, bop, 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 like go off this list. But like to me it seemed like you almost kind of – and maybe this is just my own perspective of it. That's why you tell me. But I feel like you kind of were able to gravitate towards it more naturally just from being exposed to it but not being – like did I ever force you to like – you know what I'm saying? Like did you just gravitate towards it a little bit? Yeah, I also kind of just figured out what I liked and what worked for me. I know that um, personally I really like taking classes and I like weight training, but I like to do it in a group setting. I'm a really social person. So like at UFC, I used to take the duck class like four times a week and the same people would be in the classes and it was cool. We would text each other, hey, we're meeting and it would hold you accountable. But I kind of also figured out even like my own training programs, I would write them up and show Mike just from things that I've learned in classes and through him. And he would look them over and be like, yeah, these are actually pretty good. So I like learning about like what muscles I was using. So it did just happen pretty naturally, but Mike definitely helped me, you know, put that into my life. And he's got to help me again because the wedding's coming up. So yeah, so let's <laughs> talk about getting ready for the wedding because that's – uh, it's it's kind of like a two part thing because I've mentioned actually I mentioned this in the prior podcast and this is the first time we'll talk about it is you getting more involved with the company too like basically my goal and our goal you know you tell me what your goal too I'm just kind of projecting as my own goals like you getting more heavily involved 2017 basically uh, taking over not just a part of it like with marketing and you've like even if you guys are wondering like Ashley talked about making exercise and stuff like that like she helped put together a lot of the exercises or just be creative with the exercise we selected in the ebook. So even though, you know, we have myself and then the team of coaches that we have that are building programs and building all the different meal plans and custom workouts for you guys, but Ashley's actually helped with the ebook, marketing campaigns, like digital stuff. Like you've been heavily involved on the back end of everything. And I'm really excited for the new year of you kind of being more to the face, pushing you towards the front end of it. And that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast because the goal is, you know, as I get more heavily involved in fighting, to have you kind of do more of the day-to-day stuff or getting more heavily involved with the operations because, A, you're really intelligent. B, you're highly motivated. And C, I, I, obviously, I think that you'd be great at it. So what do you think? Well, I think, um, like you said, how I made some of the workouts for the EBA, um, kind of, I'm, how can I put this? I'm a normal person. Like, fitness is your life. Working out, fitness. So sometimes some of the stuff you say or some of the stuff you're thinking makes sense because you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. Me, like, I'm a normal person. I could kind of put my spin on things for other people that might not know as much as you and might be in the same boat as me. The, the exercises I came up with for the ebook are simple. You could do them at home, and I think that uh, that appeals to a lot of people, and it appeals to a, a big market that I would like to work on marketing the company to. So we're going to be doing a lot more marketing campaigns and just some small changes. Yeah, but like that. I think well executed, well put together, you're very thoughtful with all that. So then anyways, 
that kind of transitions and just a fun kind of guess preview and ash we'll talk about like how we're going to put this together too for the new year is uh we have a bunch of new things we're adding to our life of a fighter programming uh the memberships that we have online for the website and for our members and then also for just clients if you're doing private training and not even like if we actually can see you in let's say the tri-state area working with one of our coaches we have fun stuff we're coming out for you guys new things we're adding every year trying to up our game up our ante and we'll obviously be putting some more campaigns together for that but with that being said a lot of the stuff that we're putting out to you guys we use first so i whether it's a new program a new exercise protocol whether it's a new nutrition protocol or if it's just a new idea altogether i experiment on myself with our coaches ash mm -hmm. is trying out new stuff so that leads into okay we're getting the wedding, we're getting wedding ready for uh, April 29th. So talk a little bit about what your experience has been like, what the game plan we're putting together for, and then those that are going to get married and have a wedding coming up, kind of planning it out together. So we talked about, you know, maybe looking at a little keto or applications of, for those that aren't familiar with what the keto phrase is or a ketogenic nutrition program or a protocol, the idea is to deplete your glycogen intake and glycogen storage and that your body's energy system relying upon the glycolytic pathway which is your sugar system and mostly relies on carbohydrates and glucose for energy and we're trying to convert that over into uh, a ketone production and source of energy for exercise day-to-day -day life and the benefit to it is your body's going to use fat as part of that process for its energy so that when you're either going to the gym or you're just at everyday life, you're going to be using fat as a fuel source more than your sugar and your carb system. And the idea is that there's a bunch of, you know, um, benefits for even diabetic symptoms. And I'm not saying this is that way. It's a cure or actually a medical application. There's a lot of benefits there. Insulin resistance, gut health, uh, microbiome health. We talked with Mike Kuhn about. So talk a little bit about like a, what we've been doing. Obviously, there's no been clear, one clear cut plan, but what you've been experimenting with, what you've seen work, and even the idea of like vegetarian, vegan, um, ogo vegetarian, all these different variations and what you feel right now. All right. So, I've tried a ton of different things. Yeah. Um, just to, I guess, just to feel healthier. I'd like to lose a couple of pounds for the wedding, but ultimately, like, I just want to look and feel my best. Uh, obviously, every bride says that they want to lose weight for the wedding, so that's, like, a given, but I just want to look and feel my best, and some things that have worked for me in the past is definitely the, the ebook, the 28-day challenge. I was really committed to that, and... I ate clean, I didn't cheat at all, and I got really great results. However, I feel that after all this research, after Mike and I listened to a podcast on the keto diet, I recognize that I eat so many carbs. Even if they're healthy carbs, I eat so many carbs, which it becomes sugar, turns into sugar. And I think, like, I truly think I'm addicted to sugar. <laughs> it's well, really yeah, it's not even, like, a thought. That's a whole I love kind of dynamic <laughs> in and of itself. Like, just, and that goes back to the gut health idea, right? So mm -hmm. we could be eating good foods. And, and obviously that makes a big impact on your gut health. But if you're feeding a certain type of bacteria that's in your gut, 
even when you're making other good food choices. If the bacteria is there regardless and you feed it more sugars, it's going to keep growing and feeding into that craving. And there's so much we're understanding now in the last 5, 10 years of how much our body and our gut impacts the brain and then how you feel and a chemical response and dopamine and endorphins and all these other chemicals and even hormones are going to be related to it. So you definitely have, we all have that sugar kind of addiction idea and that kind of ties into one of the things that we've kind of continued to evolve and grow upon even with the 28 day challenge and all our planning off of it is trying not to allow someone to kind of feed into that carbohydrate cycle of, all right, we're going to have sugars. Yeah, we still have cheat meals, and I'm still even going to have bad foods from time to time. You're going to have bad foods from time to time. But understanding now, okay, there's almost like a protocol, almost in the cleanse built into itself on how do we, if we did do that, how are we going to kind of cleanse ourselves out, and then where is it going to go from there? So, okay, we're, we're looking at, okay, all right, let's even backtrack a little bit. Let's look at why a little bit you have that kind of, sugar addiction built in let's talk about childhood first obviously your environment your dad's a baker had a bit you know uh cheesecake king you grew up with cookies and pastries and everything all around you but yet you never really gained weight so that was lucky but do you think that affected obviously your taste and your sugar well it's funny because my my grandfather was a baker and my dad is a baker so it's always been in my family. Like we always had the best desserts at every holiday, every birthday party. We had the best cakes, and we had fresh bread like every day from the bakery. Oh yeah. So I actually I'm not like a big cake cookie like dessert person. I love bread and I love pasta. So. Maybe I just got sick of cakes, cookies, desserts like that. What about sugar cookies? But I love candy, too. I love candy. And I would just go to my dad's bakery growing up and take, like, sprinkles in a cup and eat them. Nobody stopped me. But I was also a twig. I was, like, 10 pounds. So I guess they thought it wasn't a problem. And that also leads into, and again, we're going on a tangent right now. We'll come back to the wedding aspect of it. But it leads into just the idea that sugar kind of by itself wasn't seen as such a big culprit in any kind of health issue. It was more of like, okay, saturated fats, cholesterol, salts even, fried foods, those things, which I'm not saying to this day, they can still be bad choices. And sugar by itself is also a bad choice. But it was the idea that the sugar industry was almost trying to cover its tracks. Now, again, still a lot of uh, reading to be done on my end to see all the research portion, but even just from looking at other credible professionals that I trust and research that I have seen from it, it does show that there's been a lot of conflict of interest by, let's say, I don't know, having one of the, the board members on a sugar corporation also being associated with the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, oh, well, and creating legislation. Podcast. So yeah, but the idea is there is going to be that aspect to it and creating, a, I think, more of a lifestyle calculated plan as opposed to a quote-unquote diet is a big key to that. And I was curious to see, now that we're tying back into the wedding, Let's even say from when we first started to now, like changes, okay, carbs, but now have you been able to, I guess, learn from that, make adjustments, and where do you want to go now coming up to the wedding? Um, I mean, 
yeah, I've been able to learn the, all the research that I'm doing, all the results that I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, I need to not eat as much sugar as I'm eating. And I'm not just talking about like candy and junk foods like that. Even all the fruit I eat, I, I think I'm eating so healthy, I'm eating all this fruit. And I didn't know how many carbs are in some of the fruit I'm eating. I literally was uneducated that I was eating chickpea salad. I'm eating all these healthy things that are supposed to be healthy. And Mike tells me, well, you're eating so many carbs for the day. Even if they're healthy carbs, it doesn't matter. You're having too much. So I've really been trying to adjust that and eat less carbs. And honestly, it's it hasn't been as hard as I thought it was going to be. So yeah, talk about that. What was the initial point and then what was the initial even couple of days weeks well, of doing it so i've been doing this for the past two or three weeks now and i haven't been completely strict because of uh christmas and stuff Holidays, yeah. but while i'm at work like i really try to do it at work but this past week i've been i've been really good with it and it has not been that hard. It really so, hasn't. I'm just, it's, it's easy to make these choices even on the go. I've just been uh, looking at the nutrition facts and I've been able to eat things that are still keeping me full. Alright, so let's get to the big, I, I think the big kind of keynote I wanted to touch on is like when we're looking at this as a choice, not just for, okay, we want to eliminate carbs for a short term. Yeah, we have the wedding coming up. But also from a lifestyle perspective. And also, again, going back to what is the goal for the wedding? What are you doing all this for? We kind of touched on it before. You said, okay, I want to look better. But I want to kind of touch on what are some key things that you want to take away from it. And then even after the wedding, like, what do you, what's the point? What are you trying to do? Ashley's looking at me like she has no idea what I'm saying. So maybe I'll rephrase that um, so that you can understand what I'm saying. Because maybe I'm confusing you guys too. What is the point of what you're trying to accomplish? Are you trying to accomplish it just for the wedding? Or are you trying to accomplish it as a lifestyle for after that? Or you are, are you are you willing to just make sacrifices right now that you don't think are sustainable to look good in a dress? Well, you know what I'm saying? I am definitely willing to do that. I think any bride is willing to do that. But this particular diet, I think, is a lifestyle change. I think that it's sustainable after the wedding. I think it doesn't have to be as strict, obvious, obviously. Like, if you want a cup of pasta, like, you're... I'm not not never going to eat pasta again. Like, that's impossible. Come Is on. it? No, but yeah. That's impossible. Like, I'll eat my spaghetti squash and my zucchini noodles, but I, I'm going to have pasta again. I think that this is definitely sustainable because I feel full. Even on other healthy eating, like, I eat a lot during the day, small meals. I would be hungry all the time, even though I was eating so much. This, I feel full and satisfied. And it's the first, like, time I could say that. Okay, so now let's talk about, from a fitness perspective, from a training. So we got the nutrition side covered. 
You're making good decisions. We're, you know, making adjustments where needed. And maybe we'll, like, again, even sacrifice a couple foods from to the wedding, from now until the wedding, obviously to make it look that much even better in a dressing. When it comes to a lifestyle, like, maybe we'll swap in and out pasta dishes or cheat meals or all that fun stuff. It's, like, again, we can go into more details about that. I also want to touch on the training idea of the, of the aspect because you also did a half marathon last year. Or, well, technically this year, but it's going to be last year. And... You've also done weight training, you've done kickboxing, and I always try and reiterate to you, which you do a really good job of now, and, and for the most part being consistent with weight training. Obviously, when the gym situation happened, that threw a huge wrench in life. So talk a little bit about what the benefits of weight training you've seen firsthand. Like It's one thing for me to say about it, what you can see in a textbook, what you can say from data, but from being a female firsthand you know, getting ready for a wedding, wanting to look good in a dress, wanting to make sure you have muscle tone, but also weighing with the idea of like, well, should I be running? I don't want to be too bulky, blah, blah, blah. Talk about all that. I loved running the half marathon. Obviously, it was the best day of my life so far. Why? What happened? <laughs> because Mike proposed at the finish line. Oh, for those of you that don't know, I'm Rico Suave. <laughs> and I planned out this whole awesome proposal of Ashley at the end of the half marathon. We had like a little photo shoot there. I called up the local news people. I called up even, um, what's the Vanderbilt estate people? The Biltmore? Yeah, I called up Biltmore people. I let everybody in the race people know. Everybody knew what was going down. Except me. Got it on video, except <laughs> Ashley. But. And thanks, Katie, for I helping loved, the whole way, obviously. I loved running the race, um, but I prefer weight training. I feel better. I look better. When I was training for the race, I only ran. And I lost so much muscle tone. I think that every woman should lift weights. You're not going to get bulky. You're going to get lean and toned. That's like the look every, every woman is going for. And I... Nothing against runners. I loved... Like I said, I loved running the race, and I would run another race, but next time I'm training, I would not give up weight training. So, yeah, so let's talk about now you've learned, okay, I like you like running, you like the weight training, you know you see good results from it. Now leading up, I mean, in the, in the recent months, we've been working with Acceleration, putting a program together for you. Mm -hmm. I've always worked with Acceleration for me personally because I believe every coach needs a coach, and I can build my own programs, but why not? I just personally like trusting it to another professional that I can trust, another team of professionals that I can trust that we work with anyway, because then it's one less thing I have to worry about. And then I find, at least for writing programs for you, and not just you, but even my own family and people that are really close to me, it's hard to write a program and stand by and not kind of like overstep boundaries, or maybe not overstepping boundaries, but like just be like, well, why didn't you do it exactly like this at this time? I told you to do it here. Why aren't you doing it there? And like, it's kind of just it's a little too personal sometimes, a little, a little too close to it. So sometimes to step back from others. So talk about the evolution of your weight training, what it's like in uh, the new program with acceleration, and then now leading up, again, we keep going back to the wedding, leading up to the wedding. How's the plans looking? What are you looking to do? Let's talk about 2017, all that fun stuff. Um, my. Like, All right, so let's backtrack because I, I, I threw too many questions at you. You lost it. So the first one was acceleration. How's the program? How are you liking it? And then kind of the evolution of that. 
I love the program they gave me. I think it's um, four days a week, two days of different workouts, and it's the same program. What does that mean, two days of different workouts? All right, so like actually I'll help break that down because I don't think if so, if you haven't done uh, program splits before, it may be confusing with what we're talking about. So a lot of what acceleration does and what we believe in and a lot of the coaches and the way we kind of build our programs together is we'll have splits of either a total body day where we'll try and encompass your entire body head to toe and we'll do one full day of that and you'll repeat that two, three days a week. And it'll be the same workout, but after two to four weeks, you'll change that workout. Or it, again, depends on the severity of the time, or length of time. Or we'll do a total body split where it'll be day one, day two, or even sometimes we'll do three day splits. Or it'll be an upper body and a lower body split. So it, it varies depending on what it is. Yours, we're talking about a two total day split. Yes, day one, day two. So um, to me, I like it because it's the same workouts. So I really could like master them. Because, again, I'm not a professional. Um, I literally look up the workouts online and print out diagrams of them on how to do them when the coaches aren't around or I'm not working one-on-one with a coach. And I like that I could um, just get those exercises down. Um, and also, there's <laughs> no running, which is nice. I don't like to run. So that's where we're at for this part of the program. We've definitely been able to put on some muscle and train that. And I think you bring up a really good point of because we're focusing on the same program or let's say two days of programming, you get really good at those movements, mm-hmm. and which is great for your body for comfort. I think for anyone across the board to feel comfortable with movements, and it's really good to have it at the facility. But that's why we also change up the programs pretty frequently because you don't want your body to get too acclimated. Not mentally you feel comfortable, but your body physically being acclimated to the movements, those motor patterns, and the neurological pathways that are being developed. You want them to get strengthened, but you don't want it to be so strong to the point where now your body doesn't have to work as hard to use them because it's so acclimated to that movement pattern. Mm-hmm. So kind of the idea of what we're doing is pretty much every month, if not maybe a couple weeks after that, maybe every six weeks, we're going to be changing up the program, going back to acceleration, making the adjustments necessary. And how has it been trying to fit in? I guess this is kind of what we'll leave with because you have to go to bed soon. Ashley's also a badass working professional, super responsible for uh, life, not only for me, for the company, for my fight food and all that, but for her own career and her own self. So I don't want to keep you too long. But talking about implementing this for the wedding, and uh, I forgot where I was going. Where, where was I going? What did I say before I went on that whole tangent? Okay, Ashley doesn't know. So, basically trying to get back to the idea of I want to lead back to the wedding. How has it been kind of getting your whole schedule around training, eating the foods, meal prepping? We're going to be doing more meal prepping now every week, making time for that, and keeping your life together. Because it's not like you don't have a life. You have a full-time job. You have other responsibilities. You have a family. You have maybe. How do you keep it all together? If you want something bad, you'll always find time for it. I... I'm serious about my career, so obviously that comes first. Wedding, I want to have a beautiful wedding, so and it's also just fun to plan, so that's in there. But health and fitness, I know, is important, so you just make time for it. Um, 
when the gym closed, it was, it, for me, I know that I have to have a gym on the way or on the way home from work. Otherwise, I will not go. I literally have to pass it. The gym was right around the block from us. We could walk to it, and that was pretty devastating to me when it closed. I stopped going to the gym for a while. But you just have to find the time, and everybody has time. So how do you do that? Because I feel so many people say that, and so many people are like, well, you just got to make the time. And I, not that I don't agree with you. I 100% agree with that. But I think if we could shed some light on it, because, I mean, I have my own strategies, and I'll start with that, where, you know, every day, first I started with, like, okay, weekly, I'm going to break down my week. I know I work at, at the hospital. I know I have clients that I'm personally seeing or meetings I have to do or I schedule. I'm also still going to school and pursuing now the grad school aspect of it. I know all the different tasks I need to get done. I'll look at the, my week and kind of project a forecast. And then mm-hmm. on a day-to-day, I'll look at the next day. At Like right now after this podcast, I'll look at my schedule for tomorrow. I'll iron out all the different things I need to get done. I'll know, okay, that's what my day is going to look like. Obviously, things change throughout the day, you know, like – getting a flat tire or, you know, someone canceling or something getting moved. That all happens. But how do you go about your schedule? the same way. You really just have to plan in advance. That goes for working out and eating healthy. Planning in advance is key. Look at your schedule for the week. Look at the gym schedule if there's classes you want to take. Commit yourself. Okay, I'm going to go to the 6.30 a.m. class. Once you do that and you tell yourself you're going to do it, get yourself in that state of mind, you're more likely going to. Um, Another thing that I find helps me work out is if I bring my gym clothes into work, if I'm going to go after work, and get changed at work. Then when I leave my office already in my gym clothes, I'm like, okay, well, half the work's done, might as well go to the gym. You just got to find what works for you. I know I have my weird little quirks that work for me. I think that's cool. I like that idea of getting changed and then going right to it. And then you don't have another excuse or maybe another obstacle that could come up or another thing to kind of veer you off that track. So that's awesome. I think we'll leave it at that. And obviously, we'll have to do more. I want to have you on more, obviously. Check back with me in a few weeks. I'll let you know how my And then we'll keep the progression. We'll keep uh, maybe some like... uh, Different topics will chip away at. And I'll even ask you guys if you guys want anything particular to hear from Ashley from now. It won't just be me. It'll be more having Ashley's perspective on stuff. So if you guys have questions on, again, I can say it from what the books will say, from what the education standpoint, from even my own personal experience with clients. But having, I think, a female perspective hopefully will be welcomed. And we'll try and have Ashley chime in more on things. And also for the new year, we got a lot of exciting stuff. When I don't think we're really ready to talk about what we got going on for the first three months. We have some cool things for, excuse me, for our members. We have some cool things for just the audience, for you guys, the listeners. Some exciting partnerships coming up. Some really cool plans coming up. We'll get into them hopefully sooner than later. The book that I have uh, a chapter featured in is going to be dropping in the new year, and uh, all types of new exciting stuff. So. I think that's pretty much going to be it, guys. Ash, do you have anything to leave them with until next time? Nope. Just a thumbs up and a <laughs> cowabunga. All right, guys. That's been Life of Fighter Podcast. Uh, appreciate you guys taking the time. Hope your holidays were awesome. We really didn't talk too much about post-holiday. I talked a little bit before that. We even talked a little bit on after New Year's, what we're talking about, New Year's resolutions. I personally am not a big fan 
of the New Year's resolution theme for year to year. Um, I, I feel like being more accountable and taking actionable steps on a week to week and a day to day. It doesn't matter what day it is. You shouldn't have to wait for New Year's for, to do it. But if that's what you need and it actually works for you, great. Um, you know what? I might even go into a whole tangent after this. I'm going to let Ashburn and Ben get out of the way. And then I'm going to go into a whole tangent for the new year and some fun stuff we got going on there. All right, guys. So finally got Ash on the podcast. Took long enough. And since it's going to be New Year's, like I was saying, and we talked a little bit about some of the strategies we're going to implement for the holiday season, the parties, weight management, still maintaining our goals. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the New Year's resolution idea um, that we should only wait for one time of the year to try and create a goal, to reinvent ourselves, to push forward, to stay motivated, any of those things. But if you're going to use the New Year's for that, and if you just happen to have a moment where you were like, okay, it's time to make a change and it happens to be around New Year's, fine. Let's use that as our momentum starter. And I want to kind of give you guys uh, a couple of checkpoints, maybe a couple strategies, little tips here to utilize and some things that we're working on to hopefully that can help you with that or some experience I've just personally uh, had myself and from our clients and all that fun stuff. So first thing is like we're talking about for your week creating a schedule, write it down, make a plan. When you listen to the most successful people, not just the most successful health and fitness individuals, but just the most successful people across the board, they write things down, they write down their goals, and they write down a plan. And even if the plan's not gonna work, they're gonna write it down so they can make a plan and come up with just kind of route to kind of go down. And I, I actually, uh, I heard this really good quote from the Joe DeFranco podcast who had a guest on Rowan, I forget Rowan's name, uh, last name. He's a motivational speaker, wrestler out of Penn State. I'm sure a lot of you guys will know what I'm talking about. If not, leave a comment. I'll even comment on it. But anyways, he has a great quote that I actually like too that I figured I'd share with you guys is create uh, or basically the, the summary of it, I don't know word for word, but write your plan down in pencil, not pen. And the idea behind it is in pencil, obviously you can erase, you can make adjustments. In pen, it's kind of stuck. You have that one track mind. And if it doesn't work out that way, well, then you're going to throw your hands up and quit. That's kind of the idea. And the takeaway of it is to be flexible. You don't know what life's going to throw you. Like, you know, Ash and I were talking. I didn't know that I was going to get injured. And I didn't know that I was actually going to be able to fight after my injury or come back or anything like that. And if I would have had it set in pen, I would have just thrown my hands up and who knows where I would be. But to have the ability to get healthy, to mature, to be at where I'm at in life and to make all these decisions now, it's actually, I can see it's for the best. And I'm actually thankful that all of those things happen. So anyways, the whole point of saying that is for you guys, look at what you want to accomplish with your goal write it down in pencil or have the mindset, even write it in pen, but have the mindset to not be tied to that one thing, to be flexible with where you're going because things may come up, but to still strive for that particular goal, those set of goals on a daily basis and a weekly basis. And one of the things I liked actually in another book I heard was, did you live your life that day towards your goal? My goal was to win a belt, right? To be to win that championship fight. So I would ask myself every day, did I do everything that was possible to be a champion today? And if I said yes, I could sleep good. And even if I said no, I was still allowing myself to sleep good or try and let myself sleep, but to work harder the next day to say yes. And 
Now, I ask myself that same question every day, even after the fight. And it doesn't even necessarily mean did I live myself like a champion to, in kickboxing by itself. I mean with everything in my life, whether it's at, at work, I do everything I could to be the best person, leave it all at work to help all the patients I possibly could, through my education since I'm still going to school and I always will be continuously education, educating myself. Did I get everything I could out of that day? Did I do everything at the gym? Did I leave it in the right way? And I got to be honest with you guys, the last couple of weeks, it's been hard. I really haven't been able to answer that question yes as much as I would have liked to. I'm actually... Um, just going through my own health issues right now because of, and this is where I'm going to be honest with you guys, a lot of the weight cutting, a lot of the stress that comes with fight camp and all those things, I think it's taken a toll on my kidneys and I've been going back and forth with the doctors and going to my regular uh, physician and going to a specialist. Now I have to go back tomorrow to find out what's going on. They're not properly functioning. They're not uh, filtering out the protein the way they should be. They're seeing too much protein, which is called proteinuria, which is just basically protein spilling in my urine or just meaning my my kidneys aren't filtering out all the protein that I'm eating, which leads the doctors to believe that either they're not properly functioning from a potential chronic disease or there could be an acute issue going on that could be just from an incident of, again, prior stress, the last couple of months, just maybe my sleep. I don't actually know all the other factors that are playing in. I'm hoping it's a combination of the weight change, continuously putting on and taking off weight for fights, and also making the adjustment with my nutrition. I actually ended up eating too much protein in my last fight camp because I was trying to go more of a ketogenic style, and I actually messed up by having not as much fat and a little bit too much protein, which I think took a toll on my kidneys. That's a whole nother tangent. But the idea is going back to for the New Year's side of it and for you guys, is being honest with yourselves too. I talked about even in this uh, chapter I had coming out in the book of a big thing I asked for the clients that I, I want to see from them and that big thing that a lot of clients uh, don't have that won't succeed and the ones that do succeed, what they do have is honesty and awareness with themselves. So I'm being honest and aware of, you know what, I've put everything I could into it. I wish there was more days like I had to take the last couple of days off from the gym. My, uh, my lower back area or quote-unquote flank pain I've been experiencing some flank pain, just some issues there. So I'm trying to be intelligent about it. What would I tell a client? And with you guys, I want you to do the same thing with your own life. You know what I mean? Even Ashley was saying um, she has a problem with sugar. She's being very honest with herself. And she knows that even getting out of the gym, she got out of her routine. Now she has to get back into it. She's done a great job of doing that because she was honest and aware. So I asked you guys for the New Year's, be honest and aware with yourself. Say, why are you failing if you are failing? Why is it that you want to succeed at that particular goal you've picked? And then what is the best course of action? If it's actually getting with a professional, get with a professional. Get the help that you need, whether it's um, a trainer one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's a nutrition coach, whether it's a combination of all of the above, whether it's an accountability coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's just maybe working on getting a new a career path that you want to go on instead of having a job. I've been very fortunate, and athletes for, Ashley's fortunate, that we have career paths we're working on and developments with business, with her, what she's doing uh, and her marketing uh, career path. And even what I'm doing in the fight world, it's I have a career I feel like I'm pursuing. And even with you guys and with this company, it's I can't even say it's a career. It's more of like a life mission that even if I didn't make a dollar from it, I'd still be doing it just because I want to make a change in the world and I want to live that change in the world and all that kind of quote-unquote cheesy stuff. But I really believe it. Um, so I kind of leave you guys with that for the New Year's as far as what my biggest tip would be. And then I, I, what we're trying to do on our end to help you guys is we're going to be adding 
more to our Life of a Fighter memberships. I kind of hinted at it before. And even Ashley and me are working on some ways we can share that with you guys in the upcoming weeks to take advantage of it. But I'm going to kind of give you guys a heads up that we're going to be implementing um, a new approach into our Life of a Fighter memberships where you're still going to have custom training programs, still going to have custom nutrition programs and the accountability program, but we're just adding a little bit more to it. We uh, partnered up with Precision Nutrition to develop our pro coaching system that we're going to integrate into our Life of a Fighter memberships. So even even for our regular one-on-one clients, we're going to implement more of what we've been working on with Precision Nutrition, which is a huge nutrition company that if you really look at the research or really kind of any of the industry standards they're the top notch when it comes to nutrition and that's what we want to partner ourselves with we want to be the best and i've been fortunate enough to work with john and uh, john fury and the team at acceleration for the training side of it and working with dotfit with our software programming and working with companies like uh, ufc and um even 24-hour fitness and la fitness in my past and having my issa certifications and all the other professionals like tony ricci i've been able to learn from and mike coon we work with on the nutrition side of it and you know all the different professionals we come into play with even having medical doctors we get to refer out to physical therapists and acupuncture all, all the different factors that come into play but again we're trying to implement it where it's you have what you need, and we're going to be here not just for a quote-unquote diet. We're creating a lifestyle for you guys. So that's a big thing I want to do is I want to kind of ask you guys for a commitment, not just for a week, not just for a month, but for the year. So we're going to be offering up a couple of programs where you're going to get involved for the year. We ask for that commitment, but we'll give you the first three months to feel it out and to prove to you how valuable and how much it's actually going to work for you. So I don't want a dollar. I don't want anything from you guys. I want you to just try it, get on board, and I want to prove to you that we can make an impact in your life and change your life as long as you come up to us and you just say, hey, listen, I'm here to listen. I trust you. Let's do this. And that's the biggest thing. I ask for three things from any relationship I get into, whether it's with Ash, whether it's with business, whether it's personal clients, fighting, whatever, even coaching. I trust it, communication, and a desire to be in that relationship. And it has to be a two-way street. I'm going to trust you. You got to trust me. We got to communicate with one another. And we got to both want to be here. Okay? So that's what I ask of you guys. If you want to get involved with us for the new year, if not, again, Precision Nutrition is great programming. I mean, there's tons of great coaches like Joe DeFranco's out there, even Acceleration, their team locally here in New York. They're amazing. People like Tony Ricci are out there. People like Mike Coon are out there. There's amazing quality professionals. I just think that we do an amazing job of putting it all together from the nutrition to the training to the accountability to the content to everything that you're really going to need. I just truly believe in what we deliver. But for you guys, I just want you to get the best that you could get and need. So whatever that is, even if you want to ask us questions like, hey, do you know about this coach or this person or this team? Ask us. I'll be straight up with you guys. Our team will be straight up with you guys, and we'll be here to help you. So with all that being said, that's kind of the new stuff we got coming out. Finally got to officially meet Ashley on the podcast. We got her to be a little bit closer to the limelight and the spotlight. For the new years coming up, guys, again, I just – Kind of reiterate, be honest, be aware with yourselves, create a plan. You don't need the new year to reinvent yourself, to strive for a new goal, to redo something, to reevaluate yourself. Use it since it's here, but just keep that in the back of your mind for the rest of the year. Make yourself 
accountable on a daily basis, make yourself uncomfortable on a daily basis, and really try and challenge what you think is possible. And I think at the end of the day and at the end of the year and at the end of your life, hopefully, you're going to be happy with what you see. So that's my little tangent. That's my little rant. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to have Ash on the podcast again. I'm curious to see what you guys have to say about it. This one's a little bit more talky, a little more chatty. I'm talking to you guys off a little bit more. But I'm excited that we got a new year coming up. I'm excited the holidays have came. Unfortunately, they're, they're going as well. But got to see everybody. Got to have great food. Hopefully, you guys did as well. And hopefully, I'm going to have some good news for you guys after tomorrow. I'm going to go see my doctor, get some great news about the kidneys, get back to really training. I've only been able to train a couple times a week and really not that intense. Again, I've been doing my acceleration program and I've been working with my striking coach a little bit. I finally even got back to jiu-jitsu a little bit. Uh, shout out to Coach Weiss at UFC in Farmingdale. Great Brazilian jiu-jitsu program. And he's just a great coach and he's a great competitor. He's a high-level brown belt Uh He's on the scene. He's competing in the circuits. He's got his own students competing, and he works with some of the best guys. So I'm excited to learn from him as well and maybe even get back to some grappling competition this year. Again, i got to talk to the doctor, see how my body holds up, how I feel, because the main goal is kickboxing and going pro in that route, and that's where my body I know can handle it. But who knows? We might be able to have some fun this year. And, uh, yeah, guys, happy New Year's since I won't be talking to you until the New Year. That will be our next podcast coming out. But enjoy, stay safe, guys, and if you have questions, obviously let us know. And as always, be good, fighters. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.